Ghost Podcast. Hacky Ghost Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, you guys. This is the first ever Hacky Ghost Podcast. I want to call this episode Who Cares? Why? Um, because probably there's gonna be one like one or two listeners. <laughs> Uh, for this episode, but you gotta, hey, you gotta start somewhere, right? So, huh, well, that made me decide to do a podcast. Somebody inspired me, actually. Um, it was uh, Mike Herrera of MXPX. I, I, I always listen to his podcast, and uh, something that he said um, struck me. Um, it was something like, if you want to do something new, you know, just do it. Just not just say you're going to do it, but actually do it. So it made a lot of sense. This is something new for me. Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, work, uh, music, family. So uh, it's not about just, uh, it's not because of, you know, being quarantined, but at least it's something that I am doing forward and pushing it, right? So I'm just babbling. <laughs> um, what are we going to talk about um, for this first episode? Well, I'm just going to give you guys a background of me, um, my musical influences and stuff. So next week, stay tuned. We're going to have our first guest um, not following instructions. Right, there's a, they, they're a Cebu-based band. Um, we're going to talk about lots of stuff. Um, we have a lot of stuff in store for you, so I've actually prepared um, uh, three episodes already uh, for you guys, so stay tuned for that next week. Um, in the meantime, just bear with me, okay? <laughs> So, when did it all begin? Um, I would have to say, um, you know, at a very young age, my mom always uh, plays um, music almost every weekend. We got that big um, cassette decks before. <laughs> um, this is picture yourself during the 80s. Um, and you, I can always, um, listen to the background, you know, the Beatles, Letterman, um, Jose Marie Chan, Debbie Gibson, uh, Bee Gees, uh, Carpenters, of course, and to name a few. So I even remember... Uh, the younger days <laughs> where mostly in the Philippines um, different areas or what we call barangays uh, there are it's in the summertime mostly uh, there are different fiestas and they always bring out those big uh, disco sound systems and that really influences you too man like Rick Astley, uh, never gonna give you up. <laughs> um, I forgot the artist, but 
uh, that song brother Louie 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 oh you can just imagine being a kid and you can hear the loud noise from the disco outside uh, that song over and over almost every night um, but good times it's 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 something that you could just smile when you look back right so yeah there's that um, so when did I get myself interested in playing an instrument I guess subconsciously um, it was around five or six because I always go to my Lula's house which is basically in the Philippines is grandma's house um, you know and that's where my uh, cousins are uh, as well and they are they have always been in a band um, when I was young I would kick the uh, drum sets and the guitars normal five or six year old kid would do um, however uh, even though I was doing that it's just subconsciously I got you know those music got kind of familiar with me um, they play mostly Ramones the cars poison and they kept doing it for years uh, year after year almost every summer even though it's not summer I go there to visit my uh, Lula's house and uh, mess up their practice um, yeah shout out to those guys instinct band uh, they I'm gonna talk about them later on and how they molded me to be the person that I am musically today uh, I cannot imagine myself um, if it weren't for those guys so before we proceed um, let's hear a track from Ramones I wanna be sedated
the Ramones, I Wanna Be Sedated. Uh, it's one of the first few punk rock songs that I've learned um, when I was younger. And uh, ooh, it's raining outside. I don't know if you can hear that, you guys. But um, yeah, to continue, um, when did I first play my first instrument? Hmm. Interesting. I think it was around age 10. Um, the first ever song that I um, played it on a guitar is Ride the Wind. Ooh. Ride the Wind. Da, 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 da. I love that song and it's kind of fast, but uh, it was my uh, cousin who taught me. And. Um, it, it was my hands were all blistery <laughs> for a couple of days um, but with perseverance and I just I just got interested um, playing that instrument so but yeah I'm so glad and then the 90s alternative grunge punk all came out of nowhere and most people my age were like whoa um, song after song on the radio and then uh, I got introduced to Gin Blossoms, Weezer, Bad Religion, Smoking Pope, Size 14 to name a few uh, for these international bands and I got hooked it was the music of our generation. It was new to us, but the local scene was not far behind because it was the dawn of Filipino alternative bands. And I would have to say kind of got out of hand because you could ask yourself really like where did these bands come from um, up to this day I still collect all of these bands that came out like local bands in the Philippines so let's start with the bands outside of Cebu so the biggest one would be around Eraserheads, The Youth, Siakul, Wolfgang, Razorback to name a few these guys really it was the dawn of a new era. Uh, these bands changed the music scene. We've had a lot of bands in the 80s, but the 90s bands really changed the scene. People were experimenting, um, a lot of new styles coming out. So this is where our interest came in. Like, hey, I want to be in a band, right? And I was, I think, in sixth grade at this time. Um, and I grew up with my cousins. Um, we, we started a band. See, we started out in our drummer's um, grandma's, like, a spare room. <laughs> and um, we bought this kumbolata. That's what we call it. It's like an empty sack of rice used as uh, drum skins and you know the bass drum is like the drum itself that you used to put you know, those big containers 
so you can call it like a made-up drum set <laughs> if you may and I only have this beat-up acoustic guitar and we would just play songs from Weezer man if we got videos of it I bet we sucked a lot <laughs> uh, we play our own chords we try to sing um, as much as we can close to I can't forget it's the song is um, uh, in the garage so it was like our theme song um, in the garage I feel safe I love that song and uh, it, it those times were you just acting kind of stupid <laughs> Uh, and silly just for the heck of it like you really wanted in a band but we were not really playing songs we we're just playing noise for sure uh, back then but fun times um, and then that's where we just kept on doing it until two of our cousins decided to join the band so now we are a quartet um, the drummer and the vocalist are brothers me and our other cousin is uh, the bass player and then that's when we tried writing our own songs and uh, that's where I got into songwriting actually so the first band I was we named ourselves I Scream so I and then the scream word right um, there's a pun on it but um, we, we started writing songs and uh, the first song I wrote was <laughs> it's a Tagalog song it's called Kakaba Kaba uh, I, I'm gonna play it later on it's so <laughs> hilarious but um, and then it actually um, was a stepping stone for us because we got better and we made our second song which is uh, local in local dialect it's a Bisaya um, song and I wrote it all the lyrics as well so I just didn't want to sing before I just want to play a guitar so by this time uh, we submitted it uh, the first song Kakabakaba to DYRT it's the local station that plays alternative rock music local music and we got in and imagine a bunch of high school kids um, having their song played on the radio even though it's not that good <laughs> you'll see later I'll play it um, and uh, it, it was just so surreal and that's what made us um, continue so we played a lot of local shows and fiestas um, radio show uh, we did acoustic sessions not one but I think two or three times um, at the uh, DYRT station um, this was in I think this is still in uh, Nibble Hills um, Cebu it's like in a mountaintop so just imagine us before we don't have any cars so we just ride Jeepneys and um, walk from <laughs> uh, Lahug to that mountain top, you know, radio station. So it was fun. It was fun. 
Um, you get to hang out with your buddies and get to know other people as well. But it's great. It's great. Um, it's a great experience for me. Um, I get to know um, the other bands that were in the Brown Underground Sound. That's the name. It's Bugs. So it was Brown Underground Sound, um, hosted by Ka Pedro and um, jo- Jolan, I think. Jolan, yes. So going back a little, um, all of us were a big fan of the Showground bands. So, so this is how the local band scene exploded uh, with these guys, all 14 bands. Um, we look up to those guys, especially to uh, my good friend uh, Mark Nadella. He's a drummer for Militia. They're one of the finalists for the showground. Um, it was a band competition, so um, best of the best um, in that era. So um, yeah, just imagine me playing with him later on. You know, it was so surreal. <laughs> um, we do get along. We we're office mates as well. He, uh, we have different political views, but we respect each other. That's the important thing, you guys. Um, uh, that's it boils down to respect. So yeah, mad props to uh, Mark if you're listening right now. Um, but yeah, uh, we have Damian Panique, Abraham's Bossum. Um, I think I can name all. So Damian Panique, Abraham's Bossum. Um, TSK, Militia, Instinct, Scoria, Intensity, Disinfectant, Shrapnel, Ooh, um, Upos X. Oh, I thought I could name all of them, but <laughs> uh, of course, um, Lawrence, um, Fragile Tones band. Um, I forgot what's the Invictus. Um, Moby Dick, yeah, um, those were awesome bands, man. Uh, we grew up listening to them. Um, Damian Panique ended up um, winning the whole uh, showground, but everyone was good friends. So you know, mad props to them as well um, for keeping it tight. Um, especially Lawrence, he still organizes. Uh, these reunions and stuff. So Cebu music scene won't be the same without these guys. So there's that. All right. Um, let's let me take a break, and I'm gonna give you um, Ice Cream's Kakabakaba song. Oh my God. Um, it, it, this brings back memories, you guys. So here's Kakabakaba by Ice Cream.
we're back. That was Kakabakaba by Ice Cream, <laughs> my former high school band, and we're trying to revive it. <laughs> it's called Ice Cream 2.0. Um, just uh, too busy with work right now, so I am not able to uh, go back and uh, edit some of our songs. But yeah, coming soon. So why punk rock? Hmm. Um, I actually am not comfortable calling myself that because um, it's so hypocritical. Um, telling myself that I'm a punk where I don't live the lifestyle. So I just play fast-paced music, which is which by definition belongs to that category. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it never crossed my mind to sing in a punk rock band. I got better on covering songs on the guitar, and um, I think this was third year high school that I got hooked on to Bad Religion, No FX, and I didn't even know that they're punk. <laughs> So I was just, I, I just kept playing them and uh, we would be drinking outside with my friends um, with a guitar in my hand and I would sing, uh, don't call me white, don't call me white. And uh, one of my um, uh, friends would, you know, tell me, hey, you listen to punk rock? And I was like, what is that? <laughs> It's like that one you're singing, they're a punk rock band, okay. Um, which it was interesting where you know he asked me what are my influences. So back then I was listening to a lot of Green Day, um, Smoking Popes, again I mentioned that already, Bad Religion, um, anything uh, remotely connected to uh, the genre. Uh, Goldfinger, of course. And it wasn't until college days where um, a friend invited me to his band to cover some guitar tracks because one of their guitar players can't actually, you know, get it. <laughs> um, and he, he, they're telling me to, that I'm going to get paid <laughs> with a lot of beer. So I did it, and I covered a lot, like Digger, these underground punk bands, uh, Sque uh, Screeching Weasel, it's Phoenix TX, formerly uh, River Phoenix. Uh, that's a lot uh, that we covered. And then they decided to let me try and sing. <laughs> um, it was, I can't forget it, it was a down by law cover of 500 miles which is what my closing song by the way for this episode so stick to it later on um and then to make a long story short i had fun with it and um i was a bass player and a singer and i didn't even know i can do it <laughs> We called ourselves the unknowns, <laughs> literally the unknowns. Uh, we would just go out, drink, and play some shows. Uh, we would hijack some of the local punk shows from 
Irresponsible Records or SRA. <laughs> we didn't even have our own instruments. That's how wasted we were. Um, but good times. Now looking back, it just made me realize if I were um, serious at that time, I would have written a lot of songs. But I chose the wrong path. Um, however, I don't you know, I wouldn't do it any other way. Just like what Less Than Jake said. I think it's one of their songs like, I'm half awake, I'm half the world awake. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way. I won't be this, um, the man I am today if not from my colorful past. So, I, I even went on hiatus on the punk genre to play on a new metal band. Uh, that's how... And I, I, I didn't sing. I wasn't the singer in that one. I, was just, I just played the guitar. Um, it, it was around like two to three years that I stopped playing punk rock. And then I just missed the fast beat. I think that's the caveat for not really being a hundred percent into that type of music so yeah it took me a while to realize that and then again went back to punk rock even though I didn't have a band um, just kept covering songs from unwritten law mast show off um, I guess those pop punk bands that they try to categorize them um, starting line um, I got hooked um, before I even found my next band but one thing I realized is no matter the genre if it's music it's music man like I can't live without music. Um, most of my day right now, um, it's divided into different types of genre. Uh, in the evening, I listen to soft rock music, folk rock music. Uh, mornings, I listen to alternative music. Um, afternoons, I listen to punk rock. It's just all over the place. Sometimes I listen to heavy metal. But now I'm running out of time and um, definitely going to be back next week, all right, for our first band that I, I'm so excited, you guys. Um, it's so different if you have someone to interact with versus you blabbering about <laughs> anything and everything under the sun. However, this is fun. Um, it, it, it really helped me out, right? Um, you got to start somewhere again. That's, 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 that's the uh, bottom line. But um, I want to thank you. You, yes, you. You right now is listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. You know, taking your time, uh, 20 to 30 minutes of your time to listen to um, a beginner's podcast, <laughs> if you will. Um, again, I, I, I really appreciate it. Um, uh, more to come, you guys. All right. Um, as promised, I'm going to leave you with a song from Down By Law. Uh, they covered the song 500 Miles. So thanks so much for tuning in. This is Hacky Goes.
Podcast. When I wake up, yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. And if I get drunk, yes, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I have her, whatever that means, I'm gonna be the man who's ever at you. But I would walk 500 miles, and I would walk 500 more to be the man who walked a thousand miles to fall down at your door. When I'm working. Podcast. Hacky Ghost Podcast. Hacky Ghost Podcast.